You're listening to the Superpower Up Podcast with your superpower experts. This is the place where we explore real-life superpowers and give you the tools to unlock your own. Hello, everyone. This is Tonya Don Reckla, your superpower expert, and I have a treat today. We have on the show Ari Granich, and it's so wonderful for me when I can talk with people and interview them who I have personally done work with, who, who I have a personal relationship with. Uh, because I think that, that that just adds to, obviously, the credibility. But but I can speak firsthand about this particular gentleman's abilities and his connection to the divine and the work that he does in the world. He So he operates Performance Therapy Academy. And what's so brilliant about this is he's this great mix, this embodiment of these kind of universal principles, these superpowers that we dialogue about, and and really, really solid, practical, and impressive education certifications, that, that type of stuff. And so, so, so we like those crossovers, right? The people who kind of transition from, you know, being in a typical box within certain professions and moving into really um, stewarding the vision that they've been given about their work in the world while staying true to kind of where they come from. I think that that's a real art. Um, and so I'm honored to have him with me. He's absolutely magical in the sports medicine kind of, I'm not even going to like lower or or demean what he does by trying to put it in any specific box, but it it truly does speak to this idea of the power and the wisdom that we hold in our bodies and the work that we can do in cooperation with our bodies to move us into really owning some of these higher frequencies and these spaces. And so we're going to talk today about how your body is a healer. And we're doing that today with Ari Granich. So please join me in welcoming him to the show. Welcome, Ari. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Well, thank you for joining us. I think that there's so much, as, as we talked about before the show, I think there's so much misconception about the body and what it is and what it is. And on both sides of the equation, whether we're talking about traditional medicine or we're talking about more the woo-woo spiritual spaces, I think that there's um, a lot of confusion about where we can intersect those two. So I really am excited about unfolding this conversation. But before we do, of course, we, we have to ask, question is what are your superpowers uh well <clears throat> i think that i have a few and <laughs> i'm sure <laughs> and, <laughs> so one of them is my hands they seem to have sonar and radar and x-ray vision built into them and they get to do a great deal of healing work so that is one of the superpowers. One I really the, think we should just stop at my superpower should. is my hands. <laughs> well, the hands are an extension of the rest of me. <laughs> yes, yes, they are, of course. Not not to diminish the rest of your superpowers, but I just loved that. My hands. That's it. Drop the mic. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, it, it's fun because people walk up to me and they go, Ow, and then they'll rub up against me, and and they just expect that my hand will immediately go to their neck. I know somebody like that. I think her name is Tonya. Um, I, I didn't say ow. Technically, I just kind of sidled up beside you, like <laughs> ah. <laughs> but that that does tend to happen quite often. I think whether it's provoked or not, so. 
It is definitely one. Another one is how my brain um, ties things together. So I say that I think in string theory, and by that I mean I see all of the interweaving of connections between people and things. So I've created a lot of marriages, and um, but in my business I use it to tie in the spiritual, emotional, physical, mental, medical, and alternate side of medicine <laughs> and the body. And it, it's how I create uh, the results that I get mm -hmm. is through that superpower of blend, the blending of things. Well, and I think that, you know, you and I have had so many conversations about the amazing work that you do. And, and, and I see this with a lot of our clients and members within the Superpower Experts membership base is that it's really, really challenging sometimes to, you know, be so rooted in these kind of traditional spaces. And, but then, you know, we kind of, it's kind of an occupational hazard, you know, when you, when you start opening yourself up to higher frequencies and your own visions and guidance. And, and now you're being told, okay, this is more, this is bigger, this is this. But in our society, we don't necessarily have nice, neat boxes for that. The entrepreneur space is filled with people struggling with how do you encapsulate what you do, you know? And that's why in the, in the, you know, in, in the introduction process, I, I wanted to be really clear, like, it's all of that. And, and of course, that doesn't, um, that doesn't excuse the entrepreneur from the work of having to get like super specific about what is the message, what is the marketing, what's the niche and all that stuff. But the embodiment of the essence of who we are is so much more than that. And I think that that can, it, it can lead to confusion and it, and it can also lead a lot of people to just stop and quit doing their work. Cause it's like, how, how, how do you explain it? And so can you talk a little bit about what your journey was like kind of moving um, out of more traditional spaces and having the courage to step into where you can say something like my hands are, you know, have this superpower or I think in string theory and, and these things that are like most circles would be like, uh, what are you talking about? <laughs> what was that journey like for you? Um, because of the way I think it's kind of interesting. So I went to school when I was 18 for massage um, I had already done herbalism and aromatherapy before I left high school. So uh, if you can imagine, I grew up with a house full of Amway products in the garage, herbs, face masks, things. And so I grew up like in this health world that was kind of weird and unusual at the time. People didn't know what vitamins and herbs and nutrition was. And so I grew up in that. I go into massage school and I'm faced with like by in, in my third month, um, I'm running the clinic. I have to run a business and I start corporate massage work because we've got Nextel, Nike and or, uh, Intel, Nike and Tektronix right behind my school. So I've got business there. And then I, I go to a health fair and I work on Richard Simmons and um, and a couple of pro sports players. And so if you can imagine like Richard Simmons and then pro sports in one like fail swoop. Well, Richard Simmons <laughs> is pro sports. What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm sorry. But... <laughs> not, not to offend. 
<laughs> I'm teasing. I'm, I'm seeing all of his videos in my mind and his short shorts. And yes. like, that's cool. Quite the athlete, for sure, just in a whole quite different the, space. Quite the athlete. And then I have a teacher who comes in and starts talking about things like kinesiology, touch for health, um, Reiki, uh, something called I am, I acknowledge myself, body circuitry. What's that? Like mm -hmm. extension of a most of a, a, a emotional associated stress energies. What is ease? We're going to ease something out. And, and so <laughs> I have the science and the woo woo bombarding mm -hmm. me at 18 years old all at once. <laughs> yeah. And how, how I was able to make sense of it was by taking the woo-woo and turning it into science. Mm, beautiful. And it's kind of interesting. So somebody would ask me about Reiki, for instance, and this would be somebody who is like an engineer, for instance, you know? So you, you, you get the personality, somebody who's very logical, very technical. And here's me who's talking about a lay on of the hands healing. Mm -hmm. And um, so I start describing and this like was a, a download at the time. It just happened out of me. I start describing how infrared waves penetrate your body two to three inches. This is a provable scientific fact. Your, the palms of your hands produce more infrared wave than anywhere else on your body. So as soon as you put your hand on somebody's body, that infrared wave is going to penetrate two to three inches into their person, causing their brain to send up signals and the neurons to fire, their pathways to go, chemicals to be released, saying, and go to those areas, give it attention, give it love, give it healing. So I'm talking about the chemistry and the science, and I'm adding in the heart. Mm -hmm. And so I'm not sure how that happened, when it happened, in the question, that it, how it came, but it, it piled together every connection. So I'm 18 years old. I'm just describing this to somebody who's an engineer in, a, in, a, in one of the most technological companies in the world. And he started crying. <laughs> mm -hmm. It was weird. Yeah. It was well, very strange. But. And I think that's why we see sometimes that those of us who kind of are gifted with, with merging these spaces and giving this stuff language, I mean, we do have the audacity to say it. You know, and when we struggle with that, I know, because it's like, wait, who, like you're saying, you're like 18 years old, like, who are you to advise this guy in these areas? But, but from our world, who are you not to, you know, that was your information to deliver in that moment. And I think that can be sometimes the most jarring of experiences for us is, is how, what, like, how are you saying these things in this moment to these people, which by traditional societal standards, you really have no right to do. Um, and yet by what, you know, the space that I call the abstract frequency and the abstract frequency, it would be irresponsible for you not to do it. And, and that's, you know, that's a big struggle I know in these spaces. So kudos to you for having the cojones to, to speak up and to say, this, this is, this is the information. This is the truth. This is what's coming through. Um, and, and, you know, and however you receive that, I think it's important that we call that out. Because you could have easily given into the voice that was saying, uh, abort, 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 you know, like, <laughs> stop, no, 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 you know, and it, and it takes a little bit of gumption 
a little chutzpah to be able to do that. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people probably would have said, this is not my client. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> so, this is not the person. And, and they would have missed out on giving that person a gift. And, um, and I know that in my life, I have uh, robbed people of a gift for, of receiving from me for whatever reason I've held back. You know, I think people do that in general because of fear. And, mm-hmm. and every single time I've held back because of fear, I've robbed somebody and myself of an experience of a gift. Mm-hmm. So I try to, to do that as little as possible these days. Mm, that's such a beautiful way to describe it. I love that. Well, we're going to take a quick break. We've been talking with Ari Granich today about how your body is a healer. Ari, where can people go to find out more about you? You can go to AchieveHealthUSA.com or PerformanceTherapyAcademy.com. Beautiful, beautiful. Well, stay with us because we're going we're gonna to tap into Ari's immense wisdom about the body and how you can take some steps toward really kind of rejuvenating that relationship and that cooperative, um, those cooperative concepts that we can develop with our bodies to move us into a higher state of wellness and wholeness. So stay with us and we'll be right back. Are you here to change the world? Do you talk about things like vibration, frequency, awakening, and consciousness? Are you pretty sure you have superpowers? The Superpower Net is unlike normal coaching programs and conscious communities. We provide training, intuitive guidance, peer-to-peer learning, intensive one-on-one coaching, and a high vibrational network of people just like you. When you join the Net, you get 24-7 access to a collaborative group of people who support you as you master your personal power and unlock your superpowers. If you are ready to use your superpowers to change the world, then join the Superpower Net today. Visit superpowerexperts.com slash the net to learn more. Awesome. We're back. You've been listening to the Superpower Up podcast. Today we have with us Ari Granich of Performance Therapy Academy, and we've been talking about your body is a healer. Before the break, Ari, we were talking, yeah, I mean, just, just your massive amounts of information. I know we don't have nearly enough time to, to delve into it completely. But, but what I'd really like to offer to the listeners is, okay, so we hear all the time in the kind of more traditional Western medical spaces of, you know, doctors and tests and the science behind it. And then we hear a lot in the spiritual woo-woo spaces of like, no, you know, you can heal yourself and all these things. And I know my belief is, and I feel like, like yours as well, is kind of all of that, right? Like it's, it, it's the integration of all of it. I, I believe that we have access to all of this information for a reason and how we put together, put it together specific to us if we are honing our own resonance and really being true to ourselves. What, what can you offer to people? How can we guide them in just taking steps into this relationship with the body so they can know if they're being kind of dragged along by somebody else's philosophy or if it really is a direction that, that their body wisdom is guiding them in? Well, let's, uh, let's do a quick little exercise. Um, stress is the number one killer, we, we're told, right? So if we have an innate ability in our bodies to heal uh, and stress is the number one killer, I want to do a little exercise on stress reduction. So if uh, everybody closes their eyes 
and takes a deep breath in through their nose and out through their mouth. Just one really slow, really deep breath. And then open your eyes and look around and take another gentle breath and gather. How's that stress? Did anything shift or change in that half a second of closing your eyes and breathing intentionally? So I, I do that exercise as a simple way of showing that our bodies have an innate wisdom. One breath doesn't want to stop with one breath. I'm sure that another breath wanted to follow and then another after that. And if you continue to have an intentional deep breath, stress will reduce. It's a fairly simple concept. Ten minutes of that a day can be better than any amount of uh, stress-related pills you might take or mm -hmm. things along the, that nature. So your body has an innate wisdom. Now, on the other side of that, there are times in which we're being bombarded with stressors like chemical stressors, noise stressors, situational stressors. So if we're going to look at every life as a total, as a whole person, as a whole being and a whole ecosystem, then we have to look at that ecosystem for answers to health as well. So our bodies may not respond to 10 minutes of breathing, although I guarantee it will be a much different experience if you have never done that before and you go and try it than if, you're, if that's a natural thing that you do. It, that's not going to necessarily get the poison out of your water, right? You still mm -hmm. have to go and get a filter. <laughs> you still mm -hmm. have to go and get an air filter to filter your house. You still have to go and get tested to see if the symptoms that you're displaying are from the cause that you think it is or a different cause. Because how many of us who go listen to the fads think that our symptoms are the king and we go treat those symptoms and it's never gets to the cause. So being able to go to a Western side of medicine or diagnostic medicine, look at um, how something is happening in your body and why going after the root cause, you may not need to take the pill, but it's really good to have that information, isn't it? Mm -hmm. So marrying the two sides your innate wisdom can give you the answer for treatment, but you're just throwing darts at a dartboard, hoping that it sticks to a bullseye if you're not doing the diagnostic side, if you're not doing some of the Western medicine side of things as well. So bridging those gaps between the two industries, between the two ways of thinking, really, so they're not polar opposites. They're just different edges of the same coin, different, you mm -hmm. know, sides of the same coin so you've got you can't have one without the other you well, need I to think have there's, I think that there's a lot of judgment around that too on both sides of the house right so whether it's from the the traditional western side of the house or it's it's the more spiritual kind of um energetic side of the house I, I think that there are biases and so for for one like the idea that somebody might have something physically wrong with their body but yet claim to be spiritually guided or, you know, self-empowered seems to be 
contradictory. And, and there's, there's judgment in that. And I know that oftentimes we judge ourselves or others and then, and vice versa and using alternative methods. Um, like you spoke of like, you know, aromatherapies and all these other things, if you're immersed in uh, Western or traditional medicine. So, you know, there, and, and part of it is recognizing too, that that serves something. It, it serves to separate. It serves to, as long as we can stay in judgment and discernment around things, then we're not stepping fully into who we are. And so I really like what you're talking about, about, you know, what if we take this more real holistic approach, of course, holistic, meaning the whole and, and, and taking advantage of everything that we have available to us, but using our own kind of internal compass as the guide in putting it all together. And that's a far different strategy than what most of us have been taught. Exactly. And uh, let me give you, I just came up with this as you were talking, if you don't mind indulging my brain a little bit, but imagine you go to Mexico and you're going to one of the spiritual centers, the pyramids, right? So you're going to this gorgeous pyramid, you're, you're, you're sitting in meditation and you're being very spiritual and somebody hands you a glass of water and you drink the glass of water. And all of a sudden, you know, a half hour later, you're, you're searching for a restroom, <laughs> okay? <laughs> you just got yourself a bug. <laughs> you're spiritual, right? Mm -hmm. And you got yourself a bug. So you have a choice. Now, you don't know you have the bug yet. So you might think, oh, I'm just going through a spiritual awakening right now and I'm, and I'm really needing to release, right? <laughs> mm -hmm. I'm going to yeah. the bathroom, so I'm really re needing to release. So, okay, great. Uh, that that that's great for two or three or four days, and and then, okay, I got to figure out why I'm releasing so much right now, right? So I go to mm -hmm. a a doctor or a diagnostic person or somebody who can give me a causation factor, and then I oh I've got a worm, okay. Now I don't need to take your remedy, your chemical pill for that worm. I know that if I drink apple cider vinegar and do this and do you know. <laughs> do this set of stuff, that worm is going to go away. It's going to automatically flush out. So you don't, you can use the spiritual and the holistic and the diagnostic all at the same time. And it doesn't diminish how spiritual you are. Uh, I think that that suffering seems to be a spiritual concept to many people. The more that they suffer, the more spiritual they are, especially if they suffer without taking a pill. And I, I just want to like ask the question, where did that come from? Where did that thought mm -hmm. come from that you have to suffer in order to be spiritual, that you can't take a quick fix if you're in the middle of, of an acute pain? <laughs> mm -hmm. Well, and I think it's a valid question. And, and we, could, we could probably talk for days about where that came from. And we've got all kinds of crucifixion stories and martyr stories and everything else that we could turn to. But there's, um, but there's value in saying does it continue to serve us? Like it, perhaps it does serve us at a certain state to kind of counter other programming. But if we stay in that too long, then it's as equally detrimental to our development and evolution as traditional programming might be. So, so, so it's always, you know, I'm, I'm a big fan of, of talking about how processes are designed to get us through the current place that we're in, but that doesn't mean that they're going to get us through the next space. You know, they, they're designed to get us somewhere. And so calling out the idea of like, you know, to, to start even entertaining the idea that we could use alternative methods is great. And 
to do that, you know, diligently and without any um, openness to other information coming in is as equally um, kind of constricting as if you just stay in a, a Western medicine model. So, so, so I think what we're circling around here is the idea of, of really opening yourself up to all information and yet the important piece of, you know, kind of trusting your own inner guidance at some point, but that means getting in touch with your own inner guidance, right? <laughs> so it's like, that's kind of a double-edged sword when you look at it. You, you really do need to make sure that you're honing your own intuitive ability to hear the messages in the midst of being bombarded with information. Yeah. And right? when the message is go to a doctor, listen to that too. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right? Absolutely. But, but here's the thing, like I, most of what I do these days is I teach the alternative side of health, right? So I'm teaching chiropractors and DOs and acupuncturists and personal trainers and massage therapists, their continuing education. And mm -hmm. the, the biggest thing I tell them is that they need to learn the language of the medical side so that they can communicate properly. Because a lot of how we communicate is so woo-woo that the medical side they, their liability is so high. It's something we don't understand on the alternative health side. We don't have the mm -hmm. kind of insurance that they have. We don't have the liabilities. They don't, we don't have the, you know, the public dismay when there's a, an outcry against something a doctor did, uh, you know, by mistake versus an alternative health person by mistake. So um, we have to, as a, as an entire industry of woo woo <laughs> of alternative health as scientific as we can make it so that as we move towards the medical side and wanting to integrate them with our way of thinking as well, they don't feel like they're being shunned and, you know, trashed and told that they're wrong for being doctors because mm -hmm. <laughs> they yeah. are and they feel that and then they don't want to play with us at all. And so mm -hmm. who, who does that help? Right. Well, and I think it's, it's, again, this goes back to whether we're being discerning within ourselves and judgmental within ourselves, or we're doing it outside of ourselves, it, it results in the same thing. And, and that's worthy of note. I really appreciate the fact that you brought that perspective into it. And it's easy to just sit back and go, well, they don't understand and they don't do this and they're limited, but where are we taking ownership of saying, okay, and are we willing to meet halfway? You know, are we willing to say, okay, I see your perspective. I get that maybe here's a solution. And that, that's really where that true collaboration comes into play. And, and I think it's time for that. I mean, I don't know about you, but I, I love playing in those spaces in between. So Absolutely. Those are the most know. fun. The, the, that's where so. magic happens. You know, when you're playing in the space in between the space, mm, that's, that's where creation occurs. I love that. I love that imagery. Well, awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show today and talking with us and imparting your wisdom. Like I said, you have, you have, you have an immense amount of wisdom and I absolutely honor and appreciate the fact that you're in the world doing what you do. I think it's crucial. Um, so thank you for your courage and your bravery and stepping into, you know, uncharted uh, un 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 territory. Thank you. I appreciate you having me on and hopefully, you know, we didn't get off too many tangents, but, um, but you know, the body is an amazing healer. And each and every one of you have, you know, the ability to tap in if you close your eyes and breathe. So 
Beautiful. Great wisdom. Thank you so much. Well, you've been listening today to the Superpower Up podcast. We've been talking with Ari Granich about your body as a healer. And let's remind folks one more time, Ari, where they can go to find out more about you. AchieveHealthUSA.com or PerformanceTherapyAcademy.com. And you can always Google Ari Granich and you'll find me on Facebook, Twitter, and wherever else I am. Awesome. Well, very cool. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. And to all of you out there, as always, we appreciate your loyalty. Until next time, go out, uncover your superpowers, and change the world. Take care, everyone. Are you ready to discover your superpowers? Go now to superpowerexperts.com and discover your superpowers today.